Cutting Up Radio, ladies and gentlemen. I had to do a continuation to the podcast that we did last night, which was known as America. Well, you see, an hour, that is not enough time for me to be able to thoroughly, full-fledged say everything that I want to say about America. Now, I know... That, uh, well, first of all, before I go any further, as always, got uh, my brother Kale up on the podcast with me, but America, America, America. Because the thing that is eating me up, I remember there was something that you may mention about last night um, about how white people be yelling in cops' faces when. Um, Cops want them to wear a mask. And the reason that that pissed me off is because, hell, you damned if you do and you damned if you don't, nah. Because, hell, um, if they don't wear a damn mask and they catch the coronavirus, they're going to be mad they caught that shit. But yet, if they uh, wear a mask like they have been instructed to, they feel some type of way because they don't want no damn body telling them what to do. So, like, like I say, that that's just the way I got to start off part two of America. And, brother, uh, as always, want to invite you to chime in whenever you got something to say, man. Well, just going off of uh, what you were talking about, about how, you know, they don't want to wear a mask simply because they don't want, you know, people to tell them what to do. Yes. That, to me, is literally the definition of the word childish. Because that's like me telling somebody, hey, don't jump off the cliff. (laughs) Are you going to get mad at me because I told you that? Because, oh, you can't tell me what to do? That's just like when a, when you tell a child, don't touch the hot stove. Don't touch the hot iron. Yes. Nine times out of ten, because it's a kid, they're going to do it. Yeah. So when it's grown folks getting mad because people are telling them what they should do for their safety and the safety of others. Yes. I, I, I don't see the problem, except like what you said, they just don't like people telling them what to do. Yeah, because I know... That I have told you, I have told Leah, I have told Theodore. The list go on for people that I have said this to. For black folks, quarantine wasn't no goddamn problem. Think about this shit. First of all, I'll, I'll just go historical and say one word. Slavery. And every damn time that somebody black tried to say something during slavery, there was an issue. So, black folks, we did not have no problem doing no damn quarantine. Then, hell, you off of work and Trump sent $1,200 to you? Why are you complaining? But, that, that that's just a part of America that I don't understand. Hell, I, I reckon I'll never understand that shit because... I know good and hell well that if Barack Obama would have um 
had to do a quarantine for, uh, I believe, West Nile virus uh, tried to break out under him. And I believe another sickness. And I just know that if Barack Obama would have had white folks quarantining, hell, that damn near everybody would be dead now. The reason why I say that, don't know white folks want a nigga to tell them what to do. They don't want that shit at all. If they don't give a fuck about Donald Trump telling their ass to stay in the house, can you imagine the outrage that America would have went through if Obama told uh, people to stay in their damn house? Lord have mercy. Like I say, I'm just shaking my goddamn head at that shit. And it's like shit only getting worse. Because I didn't make mention of this last night. Since it came to mind, I got to make mention of it. You know um, what they saying about the news, right? They saying that the numbers that the news is saying concerning the people that caught the coronavirus or the people that have even died from coronavirus. Now, people are saying that the news is lying about the numbers that they saying. They saying it's not that serious. So, now, uh, white folks are so determined to goddamn uh, start running amok again and doing the shit that they was doing before the coronavirus that they just, oh, goodness, ain't got no chill concerning following any rules, even though it's to save their damn life. Lord have mercy. This quarantine, man, That that's all I can say. Cause hell, I keep saying, I really don't have no problem with quarantine. And I'm not just speaking from being in the wheelchair. Hell, at the end of the day, $1,200 was sent to you and you're at home. Why are you complaining? That, that That's all I want to know. Because, hell, if they complaining and money is being sent out to them, I just want to see what happened when America opens back up and it be more people getting sick and dying just to hear more folks say, yeah, them numbers that the news saying, they lying again. I'm just so happy that there are people that are so bored that they have chopped it up to say that the news is lying about the number of people that caught this shit, the number of people that died from this shit. Hell, I guess that um, since this is a worldwide uh, pandemic that's going on, I just would like to hear them break down the numbers that um, was being released concerning like other places where the coronavirus was. Because I know that for me, 
the coronavirus hit hella hard when I found out my aunt caught that shit. But I heard the news that hopefully she is getting better and better, which is something good that I was that I was able to hear because I swear to God, every other time I look at CNN, MSNBC, HLN, YouTube, whatever, whenever they talk about the coronavirus and somebody then caught it, they always chop it up to the person dying. But Since I'm black and my aunt is black, Trump cult don't give a damn about black folks catching this shit. They don't give a fuck. So now that the numbers continue to go up and up and up and up, Alabama trying to open back up. But I got a feeling that eventually, hell, I'm going to say three weeks from now, that Alabama going to uh, start back quarantining again because they seeing that this shit is dead ass. They, they got to sit the fuck down somewhere. So, America, America, goddamn America. I, I just don't understand this shit because with all the coronavirus craziness that happens, I have a feeling that there is some idiot that's saying, well, due to, to the coronavirus breaking out, you know, racism is over. Seriously? Racism over because of fucking sickness? Hit America. But like I always say, it's all right because it's all white. That's all the hell I can keep saying. Because Trump, I, I just got to keep saying, he the perfect president for this bullshit to happen on the man. That's what I got to say. One thing I'll say is... Speak on it. Um, it's just crazy how when something people don't like happen, all of a sudden there's some kind of conspiracy behind it. Like, what what is the point of people saying, like, the news has lied about how many people have died? I'm glad y'all know how many people have died. There you go. So, like, what what is the point of people trying to say... I, well, I'll tell you what the point is. Yeah. Again, Republicans, it's all about the money, and they want the country to reopen as back as soon as possible, all because the economy went down. They want, you know, the money. Yes. They want, everybody wants things to go back to normal. Like, nobody wants this shit to continue. Uh, hell, it'd be nice if it never happened, but, you know, everybody wants this shit to go away. Everybody wants to be able to go outside, enjoy life, work and everything go back to normal, we can try our best to pretend like this never happened, I suppose. Like, that's what the Republicans want to do. Yeah. But that's just not going to happen because for some reason, I can't tell you why, 
China, which is where everybody says this came from, has beaten it in like what two, three months, it seems like. <laughs> That's all it took them to beat it. And America, unfortunately, seems like from what everybody is saying, it might be at least two years before things, you know, even go back to normal. Yes. How is that? China is twice the size of America with way more people than America. How can they beat it when it originated over there from what people say? Yeah. How can they beat it in like three months, but America is going to take about two years? I'll tell you how they beat it. Asian people are disciplined. Black folks, we disciplined too. Yes. But Asian people, boy, they stick to their guns. Every damn store that opened in America, it seemed like it's being ran by uh, Chinese, Japanese, Korean, whatever. Them Asian folks don't fuck around. So, I know especially in America, like I say, black people, we discipline, but you ain't going to tell no goddamn white folks what the hell they can and can't do. I don't give a shit how racist it sounded. Anybody listening to the podcast know what I said is very true. You can't tell no white folks what they can and can't goddamn do. That's just going to piss them off. That way they can continue to do what the hell you said that they shouldn't be doing. Because I'm still trying to understand why the hell so many people in America are losing their shit concerning uh, quarantine. Hell, if um, a quarantine happened over in China, like where allegedly it came from, the Chinese people, the the Asian descent people, what they would have did was focused on trying to get a cure to it or something like that. Hell, America, Trump sent out that $1,200 and folks went crazy. Not understanding, look, man, that twelve hundred not to be fucked around with. You are not able to go back to your job. You are not able to go outside after a set time. You need to focus on saving as much as you can. Because I seen a post on Facebook today where um somebody said they feel another twelve hundred coming. Me personally, I will still say that first twelve hundred was a blessing. If twelve hundred hit up my account again, yet again I'm gonna be proving a liar because I said for that first $1,200 check that Trump sent out, that he wasn't going to send that shit. Yeah, it made it to my account. But like I say, that's not like that's just, you know, lollygag money. That money, I, I 
I'm doing what I wish America was doing, but I know they not. Which is, I'm doing my damnness to save as much money as I can, even though that shit not that easy. Because even though the quarantine happening, rent still got to be paid. The power bill still got to get paid. What Utilities, period, still got to get paid. So, I've heard so many different businesses say that due to the coronavirus that they are extending like on uh, how long they giving people to pay the bill. But at the end of the day, that shit going to double and triple up before you know it. But, like I keep saying, good old America, man. Oh, the hell with it, since I ain't around no um, military or anything. Stupid-ass America, man. Drunk-ass, cracker-ass America, man. Lord, I, I can't stand this shit, man. Swear to God, I can't. But the president talked shit about China. That shit found its way over to America. Because I have said what, I, what I'm about to say to multiple people about how you don't want to piss the Chinese folks off. And every time that I tell some damn body that the coronavirus hit America after Trump was talking shit about the, um, the Chinese. Everybody uh, keeps saying, well, bro, you got to understand, this a worldwide epidemic, bro. This happening everywhere, man. Granted, it might be happening everywhere, but in America, where most People are dying from it. Like, what the fuck do I know? Trump, Trump, Trump. Hard to believe his ass gonna be president a goddamn again. But I already know they're gonna revolt that fool in the White House again. Cause that $1,200, like I say, that was, you know, essential money. He sent that out because America, in so many words, we're fucked. That $1,200 was just little hush money. But because of them goddamn Donald Court people, they going, they viewing that Man, that's a blessing. No other president ever did what he did, dude. Can you believe it? Um, you do realize that uh, real, real bad sickness is in America and killing folks, don't it? He had to send that shit out. But, like I always say, what the fuck do I know? Because 
that money was nothing but whoops, I fucked up. Here, vote for me. That's all there was. And of course, like I've said before, once that money um, actually hit everybody's account, I have saw more Trump flags in people's yards. I have saw more uh, Trump stickers on people's cars. Like, them motherfuckers really bought into the hype and really drank the Kool-Aid of this motherfucker once that... I mean, they were already doing it anyway. But once that money hit, that's when I really saw just how strong it has been. And one thing that I saw on Facebook... Yeah. Was all a post, not not a post, but was like a, a little thing that somebody shared where it said, "I have never known how many ignorant, racist people are in America until Trump became president." And that is just the truth. There's no denying the fact that racist motherfuckers love him, and there is a reason for that. I don't see how people can not notice that so much so that that whole stupid um make america great again slogan that he came up with yeah is now like a calling card for racist people like that that's their shit now like racist people love that saying now yeah so much so that they got the little stupid ass hat you know with the little sand on it and everything like they are head over heels for this guy and people act like there's not a reason for that. How can that not be a reason that there won't be one racist person? Hell, there's no racist people in this world, I don't think, that are really towards the Democratic Party. Most racists seem to always come from Republicans or always under Republicans. Always love them. Always fight for them to the death of themselves. Huh. And people, like I've said before, I will never and can never be a Republican. But people act like this is that it's like the greatest party of all time. I touched on it last night that you know people love to say, well, Abraham Lincoln was a um, Republican and he freed the slaves. And like I said last night, they quote unquote freed the slaves. But what did they free them into? They didn't have nothing. They couldn't do nothing. They couldn't, you know, anything that they did, they still got killed for it. Yeah. Because they were black. Like I said, so much so that um, a lot of them were like, fuck it, I'd rather be a slave. Yeah. At least I got somewhere to live and, uh, you know, a little something to eat. So, I don't understand, and I can never understand how people can just kiss not only Donald Trump's ass, but America the way it is. But here's one thing I will say. Nothing, you know, about America, everything that's flawed in America, nothing is going to change unless, and I know it might suck, but it has to be the younger generation that has to do something. And the older generation, instead of talking down on millennials, instead of talking down on uh, Gen Z, Generation Z, whatever they call. Yeah. They got to start telling them what needs to be done because 
I I love the people I work with. Yes. You know, I, I don't have a problem with anybody I work with. There's one guy I talk to him all the time. You know, me and him, we, you know, play around so much. A lot of people say that we act like brothers. I got you. So, you know, cool guy. I like the guy. But he's young. And, like, if you bring up racism around him, he defends white people. He's black, by the way. But he'll defend white people more than black people. Like, when you bring up racism around him, he kind of thinks, like a lot of young people do, racism is a thing of the past. Like, you know, it's not a thing anymore. Why are we still talking about it? So, if the young people have that in their mind, that racism is not a thing, or that racism is something of the past, they'll never change anything. Like I said, they'll look at Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, Malcolm X, and say, well, they went through it already, so I don't have to do it. They feel like they don't have to make any changes or have to fight to do anything or change anything because they feel so complacent with this shit that's disguised as we're all in this together. Like, it's that old saying, you know, they put a little poison in the honey, a little poison in the Kool-Aid. It's, mm-hmm. it's sweet as a motherfucker. Sounds sweet, mm-hmm. but this shit is poisonous. It's killing you. And like I said, all lives matter bullshit. That was an example. Yes. All the shit of people trying to tell you, no, there's not a racist problem in America. There's no racism and all that. But it sounds good. Sounds sweet. But that shit is poison because once it gets in your mind, you see stories of like what happened to... um. Uh, Ahmed Aubrey, yeah. and you think to yourself, "Oh man, that ain't got nothing to do with race." Yes, the fuck it does. Yeah, you cannot tell me if that man was white that they would have that two white men would have pulled up on him and shot him. Huh? But I just wonder what happens when black people get strapped. See a white man walking in their neighborhood and shoot him and go, "Oh well, you know, I, I was looking out for my community. I thought he was, you know, one of the people who are responsible for breaking in." You know what? What would happen to him? Yeah, and then I'll say this. Whenever white peoples see black people in their neighborhood, they view it as a threat. My only question is why? Yes, there is some idiots that's black, but I could have swore there was idiots of every nationality. They make it seem like somebody black in a white neighborhood. Oh, you better call 911. You better call the army. You better call the Marines. Why? But because you're black. That, but I thought that was the definition of racist. But no, no, no. That just means you're a good person. You're just trying to help your community. You, you know, you're just trying to look out for everybody else because you killed the nigger. Yeah. That apparently didn't belong in our neighborhood. Like that's what it is. Yeah, they're never just gonna come out and say racist motherfucker. They're, they're just never gonna come out and say that they can't do it. And I don't understand that. If anybody white yes. listens to this podcast, there is a serious question I have got to ask. If you are white and you are not racist, why does it bother you so much when somebody black says somebody did something racist? If it's not about you, you didn't do it. You know, you aren't racist. 
But if somebody white did something racist and black people are saying it's racist, why do y'all still defend the white person instead of just saying, you know what, fuck him, he's racist, he's a piece of shit, arrest him, you know, do whatever to him. Y'all will still stand there and defend the white person and act like, oh no, it's the black people's, it's their problem. Y'all think everything is racist. Y'all think blah, blah, blah. And yes, there are some black people who will use race, you know, as an excuse will use race as a, you know, make, make it something that is not. Yeah. But there are cases that have come out from Trayvon Martin to now um, Ahmed Aubrey to, you know, just countless others. Yes. There is no way any sane, non-racist white person can look at these cases and go, there is no problem. Why does it burn a hole? Why does it burn a hole in you to see? You should say, if you hate racism and you hate talking about it, and it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. Here's an idea: instead of trying to ignore it and tell people to shut up about it, how about you fight it? That way, we can get rid of the shit for real. Yes. Because it's not going anywhere if you ignore it. It's not going to go anywhere if you do nothing about it. Exactly. In hell. With what you said, I'm going to use myself and my weight. Everybody know I'm a big dude, but I know that for me to lose some of this goddamn weight, I got to exercise. But exercising is something that's hard to do since I'm in this damn wheelchair. But I still got to find a way to be able to get up, get out and do something. This generation now, they don't give a damn about racism. Because one thing that the old heads that I uh, hang out, that I uh, used to hang out with, um, said there was a, um, I don't know if it was an old saying or if uh, the gentleman was just uh, using it as an example. But he said, you know, as long as you are talking nice to a dog, they going to come to you. And you can say anything. But once you yell at a dog, they run. You could yell your head off at a dog. Come eat. Well, hell, because you yelling your ass off at the dog, dog ain't going to understand. Well, uh, my master about to feed me. But if you tell the damn dog very sweet and kind. Come here, dog. I'm going to fucking run over you and kill your ass. Well, you said it nice. Which I feel like is what Donald Trump doing to America. I have never seen so many people defend somebody that's dead wrong. But he can do that shit. He got money. That's why my favorite case, the O.J. Simpson trial, of course... Yeah, that was a case where money got OJ out of what he was in. But the way that people look at the OJ case, they make it seem like, oh man, well, since OJ got away with it, 
then y'all should calm down. First of all, let me publicly say, just in case I ain't say it last night, fuck OJ Simpson. Fuck him. Fuck Orenthal James. I can't stand that fucker. Because because of that stupid fool killing them white folks uh, back in 94. Because what he did all the way back in 94, now uh, America make it seem like, well, since OJ got away with what he did, um, uh, racism is dead. And lost your goddamn mind. Racism ain't dead. Racism is alive and well. Because I know I may mention about how um, if slavery came back, uh, I may mention of this last night. If slavery came back, that white folks would be happy. Yeah, because see, a black man fill out an application at, at McDonald's. All the hell that he gonna do is one job, which is work at McDonald's. But when a free black man come in there want a job, they nitpick at that brother till he can't work though. i never forget what happened to my dad. Um, There was a job that he was... um trying to get he did a typing test and passed the typing test with flying colors but dad ain't get the job because there was some white fool that did the application right with him and um, the people told dad when he went up to him and asked him about like when they was going to call them uh, about the job. They all was biting their tongue. So my dad said without skipping the beat. I know what y'all going to do. Y'all going to take my typing test. And give it to the white man that flunked his. And that is what ended up happening. And the way I know is because dad went Back to that goddamn place. Trying to do another application. My God. The white man. He was working there. When my dad went back. I wonder how. Well when. You know all these older. Black people tell these stories. Like this ain't shit that's been made up. This is shit that they tell you. Because they know. That it happens. Yes. This ain't shit like they just saying, oh, white people ruin everything. Oh, white people take everything. Oh, white people control everything. It's not some shit that they made up. Shit that their parents told them, their grandparents told their parents, and so on and so forth. And they telling us about it. That this is shit that is going on. But like I said, young people don't see that. Because here's one another reason why I can't stand Lil Wayne anymore. It's not just because his music sucks. It's because when he was asked about Black Lives Matter. Oh, my God. He said that he can't really support it or can't really get with it. And the reason why he can't, he said because 
he's never in his life been a victim of racism. What? And he said... <laughs> keep and, going. My bad. My bad. That struck a nerve. Please keep going. Um, He, he said um, he's never been a victim of racism to the point where even when he got shot, it was a white cop that saved his life. Now, that's all well and good. But why just because you have never, you know, been a victim of racism, you have never, uh, you know, white cops saved your life. That's all, again, that's all well and good. But here's the thing. Speak what if on I it. Said, what if I said, oh, no, I can't support uh, trying to find a cure for AIDS or cancer because I've never had it. Mm. So, therefore, I can't support, you know, like, I can't donate or anything to look for a cure. Or I can't find myself to care very much. Wouldn't people be pissed? Yeah. Because millions are affected by AIDS and cancer. So, just like millions are affected by racism, just because you never went through it does not mean it doesn't exist. Just because you were saved by a white man does not mean racism does not exist. I have never been a victim of racism you know, to my face. <coughs> you know, I have never like had a white person or anybody be racist to me to my face in my life. I but, gotcha. that, but that does not mean I'm going to say, well, racism must not exist. So that's why I say, like, with this younger generation, that with motherfuckers like that, because niggas, these young niggas look up to Wayne. This nigga had, has power in what the fuck he says. When this nigga say something, the younger niggas jump all over it. Yes. So if he would have said Black Lives Matter, if he would have said, yes, racism exists, yes, we need to fight it, yes, we need to do something, then the younger niggas would have been like, yeah, he right. You know, we got to do something. You know, that's Wayne saying that. But because his dumb ass decided, no, I can't get with Black Lives Matter because racism isn't a thing. It never happened to me. Now all the young niggas are thinking, you know what? Yeah, he's right. I don't care how much celebrities try to keep saying, oh, I'm not a role model. Oh, I don't raise your kids. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I get that. That is true. But you can't underestimate the power of which uh, celebrities have. Y'all have, y'all as celebrities have power and people imitate y'all, people mimic y'all, people look up to y'all, you just have to get over it. So, when you speak as a celebrity, you can't just, you know, say shit with yourself in mind. Yeah. You have to realize motherfuckers are watching Younger people are watching. Let me set a good example. Yeah. And he had the power to do that by saying, he could have still said, look, I've never been a victim of racism. A white man, you know, when I got shot, it was a white cop that saved my life. So I can't be racist. Yes. But I do know racism exists. I do know there are racist motherfuckers out there. So yes, black lives matter. So yes, we need to do something about this. He could have, 
you know, yeah, could have made such an impact on younger people, but he didn't do it. So that right there is one of the biggest reasons as well why I can't stand his ass. I don't blame you because now uh, I um I heard what you said about how nothing like racist has happened to you in your life. Like I say, that's cool. Since I reconnected with her, I might as well say her name. <clears throat> One day, me and Tabitha went to a park in Crestview. She was uh, driving around in the park, and we found a, a parking spot. A truck drove by us. And somebody white said this very clear and strong to us. Go home, niggers. And that blew me because, first of all, the one thing I have learned about Florida, Florida got niggas, got whoo. I'm talking about, I have went to like, um... Parts of Florida that look um, damn good, build up. I'm talking about top of the line. And it will be nothing but niggas there. I have uh, rode through, let me see. Hell, I'll name the cities. And I know there's um, some people from Florida or they have been to Florida that can vouch for what I'm about to say. When you ride through Pensacola, Crestview, Fort Walton Beach, Navarre, um, let me see, um, uh, it was, um, another city, um, in, that came to mind, well, hell, Tampa, Miami, Orlando, those cities is full of niggas, but yet, when me and my girl went to the park, now we just in the parking spot. We did not even get the fuck out the car. And the goddamn truck drove by us. Um, They was not going like fast, fast, but they drove by us and some white fool stuck his ass out the window and said very clearly, go home, niggers. Why? Now, I wish like hell Black Lives Matter would have been out when that shit happened. Hell, let me, let me tell you why. Because according to America, uh, you know, he, he was probably just joking. You know, you know, how do you know he was serious? <laughs> Does he have a history of racism? If not, then the man's not a racist. Hell yeah. He thought he was just being funny. It was it was a bad, ill-timed joke, but, you know, he was just trying to be funny. I don't condone it, but, uh, you know, it's not right. <laughs> you know, that's going to be their excuse. Yes. For why anybody did anything racist. And like I said, no, I have not had anything racist happen to me, but that does not mean uh, the shit does not happen. Yes. Because uh. my sister used to work at a certain store. As a cashier. I got you. She was next customer. Next customer came up. It was a white woman and her kid. Yes. The white lady started putting stuff up on the little conveyor belt. Some for my sister to scan it. 
My sister went to grab for stuff. The little boy who was who looked like he could only be about four or five said loud and clear as day, I don't want no nigger touching my stuff. Huh. Now, how did this get handled, you probably ask? Well, yes. the lady pretended to be shocked. She couldn't believe what the boy just said. Her son that she raises, she can't believe what he just said. Huh. So she started pleading with my sister, begging my sister, crying. Oh, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. I don't know what came over him. He's going to get a big whooping when he gets home. I don't teach this. I don't condone this. Please, please forgive me. She even offered my sister money. Yes. Now, me, I would have took that money, flipped that bitch off, said, fuck you and that little bastard. Yes. And walked out. But my sister, being who she is, she didn't take the money. She said, no, I don't want that money. I don't need that money. The lady was crying, begging, offered more money. Please take what? it. I'm so sorry. My sister looked at the woman. My sister looked at the woman and said, I'm not mad at the kid. Because the kid only does or says what he is taught. There it is. So you or somebody in that house taught him. How did a little boy who was only about, looks like he could only be about four or five how did he know a black person was the one to call a nigger? Now, if he would have said that to a white cashier, I'd have just been like, well, this, this, that's just a white family who throws the word nigger around. And he, you know, heard it and thinks that's just a word for everybody. Yeah. No, that white little white boy knew that it was a black person. So somebody set him down. He saw a black person or they saw a black person. and Someone told him that's a nigger. Yeah. So that's something <laughs> that he was taught. So my sister said he only learned that. At the house where he was raised. There you go. And pretty much just walked off. Now, she did a noble thing. Yes. That was the right thing to do. Like I said, me, I'd have been petty, took that money, said fuck her and him. Yes. Took them both off. I, but, I don't blame you. But with what she did, she did the uh, what was really the right thing. Yeah. And that's an example. Like I said, no, it hadn't happened to me, but that does not mean... I'm sitting here like, well, it don't happen because it yeah. didn't happen to me. Yeah. I know this shit happens. I'd be stupid not to. Yes, because that is one thing that I have learned from my family. On both sides of my family, my father's side of my family, my mother's side of the family, they have got it across. White people, be careful of them. Because they can get away with anything. At the end of the day, when it comes down to, okay, perfect example. I love using graphic visuals, so here come another graphic visual. Your girlfriend. Damn that, your fiance just got raped. Black man did. Well, of course, you want that black bastard to pay for what he did. Know what they did? They put that bastard to death. A white man did. He got two years probation. What the fuck? 
that is a big damn difference. That is a huge difference. That just goes to show you, they get to pick and choose who's innocent. The whole shit is supposed to be you are innocent until proven guilty. There you go. That's what it's supposed to be. But what it really is is white people choose who's innocent and who's guilty. You want an example? Little white boys said Michael Jackson touched them. Yes. They condemned him. They turned against him. They hated him. Yes. Turned the mother, made the motherfucker go crazy. They turned on him in a major way. Condemned yes. him. Wanted him to go to jail. Yes. But Trump, a lot of women say he grabbed them and touched them inappropriately. Lies. No, that didn't happen. They bullshit. They lying. They don't have no proof. It's just a bunch of women just lying on this man. Just a bunch of women trying to get some money. You know, statutes of limitations probably over with. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. A bunch of women said Bill Cosby touched him. Guilty. He did it. He had to do it. The women said he did it. Send his ass to prison. Harvey Weinstein. A bunch of women said he raped him. Well, let's look at the facts now. Let's 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 wait for the evidence to come out now. Let's you know we can't just go believing these random women. They probably just want money. But when when it happened to Bill Cosby or when it happened to Michael Jackson, y'all automatically went guilty. Fuck their legacy. They'll never be the same again. They got a huge stain, a huge mark on them. Guilty. But when somebody else white gets accused for the same damn thing. That's when it's all about the justice system. That's when it's all about, well, let's look at the facts. That's when it's innocent until proven guilty or flat out, no, that's not true. They didn't do it. Because let's, I'm going to um, speak on Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, I love Mike. <clears throat> I still miss Mike because Mike could be releasing music right now and I would still bump it because, um, I believe the last song that like he came out with like was You Rock My World. And that song is the shit to me. I love that song. But Michael Jackson. Let's be honest. If he was touching them damn kids. Everybody should have went to jail. The parents <clears throat> should have went to jail because they put their child in the environment. It ain't like they child drove over to Michael Jackson house themselves. <clears throat> Everybody should have went to jail. You, oh, my bad. No, you, G. But I'm just saying, everybody should have went to jail if it was um like child abuse the way that they was breaking Mike down. But hell, Mike ain't do nothing. Mike just like to climb trees and be off to himself. And this was a guy who 
was constantly donating his money to shit like, like charity and earth and hell Michael Jackson put white people up on a pedestal to the point he turned himself white and they still turned on him I'm sorry Michael Jackson was kissing much white ass oh yes but like I said even they still turned on him Which is something I will never get. Because but, they can do what they want and uh, pick and choose who they want. Yeah, because at the end of the day, black folks like crabs in a barrel. Black folks don't give a shit about tearing another black person down. Because I'm going to tell you. I know that when I was um coming up, like the um Michael Jackson child molestation was uh too above my head. I but I heard about it. But every time I would see Michael Jackson, I would constantly be confused. I thought y'all said he was black. He is black. It is confusing, like, when you came up under yeah. him, like, turning himself white era, because I could have swallowed my first uh, introduction to Michael Jackson was Thriller. Then when I turned and seen him live, I was like, what they do to Michael? Yeah! <laughs> and mom was like, and my mom was like, no, he been looking like that. I was like, no, I just saw him in Thriller. He didn't look like that. <laughs> Mom, mom had to explain to me, no, Thriller is like really, really old, and this is him like now. Yeah. But it, it, it did confuse me. Yeah, because so I'm right with you. Like, um, my folks put me on the Thriller um cassette tape because the thing is, that cassette tape, I will never forget that uh, Thriller cassette because Michael Jackson... Uh, black had uh, what was it, Jerry Curl had his hair did looking fresh as fuck on that cover. You can tell Mike had to get some pussy throwing at him because of that one. And Just that one picture of him is like the 80s personified. <laughs> that was the pinnacle of the 80s. That motherfucker was the 80s in that picture. You can't tell me nothing. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, like I said, shit, I, I grew up on that. I remember riding around with dad driving. Son, put uh, Mike in. Yes, sir. Put that cassette in. Like I said, Mike looked like a pimp on that cover. Then I seen him. He released a song called Childhood. Okay. I'm going to try to describe childhood. Um, if anyone looks that music video up, you're going to see why I use that particular music video specifically because in childhood this fool 
looking dead at the camera trying to um have you feel uh pain because he uh trying to describe what he went through in his childhood wait a minute that ain't the same dude hmm. man who that why they lying Ain't the same goddamn man off a thriller. Somebody lying. Gotta be. But, like I said, uh, when Mike got um, accused of all the shit that he got accused of, black people was tearing him down. I can't count the shit on one hand. To be honest, both hands. If um I literally looked up what all Trump did that he should be in jail for. That's yeah, a list. But he's the president. But just like that, once again, seems like it's about time to wrap up part two. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, like I said last night, it's about it might be a part five of this because um America the list go on for shit that you could say about it. Matter of fact, I uh got but it's about uh two minutes left. Um do you uh have any um uh, thing that you would like to say, brother, before I close? <laughs> That that pretty much sums it up for me, especially when it comes to America. <laughs> well, folks, we just found a topic that oh, it's gonna be an ongoing thing. Just hang around for part three of this because what I want to say to close it out, America is proving the Bible to be truer the longer that Trump is in that White House. Because, if I'm not mistaken, there's a part of the Bible where it may mention about how, like, kings was going to go against kings, um, governments against governments, like, uh, something to that effect. And I will be damned. Trump in that White House saying what the fuck he wants by the by the time he get out the damn White House, we're going to be in World War Eight, uh, ain't it? Because, hell, World War Three just going to be a um, goddamn crash course for him. But, ladies and gentlemen, you going to hear us again for Part 3 of America. With that being said, good night.